This is CliffCentral.com. 360biz on CliffCentral.com. It is 360biz.com. My name is Deborah Mafodi. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz. It is a beautiful Wednesday evening. You know, this is a show that brings you all things business. Um, yeah, no, you know what? I'm very excited. Um, about to those shows specifically and many other shows that we host. Um, cause you know, with this show every week without fail, we're bringing you subject matter expert, we're bringing you industry champions. And most importantly, I think what I love about this show is that we hold people accountable for what they claim to be doing for SMEs and, um, you know, business community as a whole. But today I'm sure we're not fighting, um, with my guests. We're actually talking. <laughs> I'm sure whether anything we actually celebrate because I, I can see them already, uh, popping eyes to say, okay, are we fighting? Who are we fighting with? But I'm not alone in studio. Uh, I'm with my boy, Bulalani. But, but, how are you? <coughs> no, man, I'm having a, I'm having an interestingly great day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was attending a launch, some product launch. It's a betting. It's crazy. I mean, um, the amount of money that is spent yearly on betting, Joe. Dude, I th- sports. I, th- I think I think we must do. <gasps> a show. I think we must do a show around betting because it's this betting that makes players sell games, eh? Yeah, man. I mean, I think you know. I think when you go into details, you look at the f- to, to 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 one of the recent uh, big fights mm-hmm. between uh, McGregor and uh, Mayweather. I yeah. mean, the the paychecks were so ridiculous, and it, it it's all part and parcel of this betting ring. And it's crazy that one of the biggest betting companies in the country is uh, owned or rather created by the Ruperts and the. Um, I'm not sure who the others, but it's the Ruperts and it's, it's another white family mm. that has made so much money and it's worth billions. Sure, dude. And they are can, they, 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 it's, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's business, my brother. What, what, what can we say? But I think for real, we, we, we must really do a show and really obviously cover and talk about these things. Let's invite them in studio if we need to. No, no, definitely, um, definitely. To, uh, to actually, um, talk about that. And I must say, dude, I mean, um, you know, I was sad we were seeing the, you know, um, what do you call it? The floods that, that took cars and everything, um, in Tazeran and through, dude. But anyway, we don't want really to talk about sad stuff, man. It's good. I mean, you hold it down, uh, well, uh, a couple of two weeks. No, man, it was, it was, it was amazing last week in studios. It was actually electric with, uh, KK, mm-hmm. um, in studio, you know, um, unpacking, um, the sales then, you know, the idea around sales for entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and yeah. how to sell, you know, I think that of, of, of the many, um, material or rather of the amount of different material that is out there. Mm-hmm. I personally, as an entrepreneur, I've always experienced that entrepreneur material around Around how to sell yeah. and how to build a sales force. There's not a lot of material around that no, no, no. in the market. So I think it's beautiful what he's done through the book. And I'm really looking forward to today's show. I mean, Transportation Month, man. It's yeah. No, 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 definitely. I mean, if ever you're listening and you're like me, you were not in studio or didn't listen to it, you can always go to www.clefcentral.com and go to podcast to actually get some of the exciting shows that we have. Or you can definitely download the Clef Central app and to actually listen to the podcast um, that we have. Like Bulelani has said, today we're talking the business of tourism and transport in honor of the transport month. It is the transport month. South Africa, I mean, has a modern and well-developed transport infrastructure. I mean, Bulelan, I saw that last week as I was going to training. The entire week I was using how train, dude. You know, I was proud of myself. The entire week. <laughs> <laughs> using a train. Like, <laughs> I mean, the air and rail networks, I mean, are one of the largest um, in the continent that we have. And the roads are in good condition. I mean, the, co- uh, the country ports provided in natural um, stop over for shipping to Europe, American and Asia, Australia and both coast of Africa. I mean, they say Bulena, we are the gateway to Africa. So the transport sector, I mean, has been highlighted uh, by the government as a key contributor uh, to South Africa's competitive in global markets. That's why obviously Bulelani, you know, there's the likes of, um, Ria Via Bus, yeah. um, and I know they launched their own and Twani, they've got their own as well. So, I mean, everything that is definitely, um, is growing. I mean, according to an article published in June 2017 by Brand South Africa, it says South Africa's total road network is about 747,000 kilometers, being the longest, um, network of roads of any African country. The drive from Musina to the northern border to Cape Town in the south is about 200 it's about 2,000 kilometer a journey on a well-maintained road. 
but it's quite long. I remember I drove from here to Cape Town. It was about 14 hours. Um, you know, it's, it's very, very, I think, um, crazy. I must say, but October is, like I've said, declared the transport month in South Africa. It is used to raise awareness on the importance of the role of transport in the economy. South African government is running a transport month under this year's theme, Together We Move South Africa Forward. To talk about the business of transport and tourism in honor of transport month, we have our incredible guest working in the transport and, um, and tourism sectors. It's Miss Neo Mangope. I don't know whether she's related to the Mangope family. Um, you know, you know uh, the former Mungenda Mangope of Botswana. Bro. Well, she's wearing diamond-studded. Uh, I don't, bro- <laughs> I don't know brooches or I mean diamond-studded. She's dripping. I mean the security personnel outside. So ask that question again. Yeah. And remember, Mangope is the founder of Right Brain Factory. Uh, I asked her when she walked in whether do they manufacture bright brains, but I know she is a logistics trade specialist by profession that provides sales and strategic marketing for logistics industry and participants. I mean, her focus is to market very traditional freight and logistic operators in SADC and the globe. I mean, in her business, they also have structured tracking companies as well as engineering fabricating companies. Maybe it's part of the inheritance in China. <laughs> <laughs> We've got as well Mr. Mpomache, uh, who's the director of Chuku Transport Services. Mpo is a keen traveler and a vivid entrepreneur. Chuku Tours is a registered tour operator in Johannesburg for Cradle of Humankind. Uh, Chuku's transport services offer end-to-end solution for transport, tours, accommodation, car hire, events, and conference. I mean, the company has won several awards, including overall winner for service excellent and best tour uh, operator at the Western Tourism Award. Chuku is also the member of the South African Tourism uh, Association. So, Buleran, who knows, maybe. I mean, we might just get a holiday, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. You but, never know. Hey? Yeah, we may never know indeed. But let me take this opportunity to welcome our guest. Um, let me give them this opportunity to say hi to our listeners uh, Tell us who they are and what is it that they do You know they always say ladies first So we'll start with royalty um, in the house How's now? how are you ma'am? I'm well thank you, thank you for having me um, Yeah so uh, he he is actually my grandmother's cousin You see so I, do, <laughs> I did say I, d- I did so say So a princess far Far-fetched though, but oh. a pure Joburger. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is that you do? Yeah, so as you already introduced me, mm-hmm. I am a trade specialist. Um, I work with a great team and network of um, marketers mm-hmm. um, that predominantly uh, specialize in the logistics field okay. and, and operators uh, within that industry. Mm-hmm. And basically what we do is that we, we advise them on how to package themselves um, and market them suitably to to uh, manufacturers, importers, and um, anyone that really that they want to trade with, mm-hmm. um, and make them suitable to to engage in business. Um, yeah, so that's what we do. I mean, let's fix this trade specialist. You know, there's a lot of trading these days. Everyone else is trading. There's betting. all f- betting. <laughs> there's all these fraudulent activities. Which trading are you talking about? Well, we trade everything across all industries. Um, some of our clients move um, general cargo. Some move fruits and vegetables. Um, some move uh, manufacturing goods and they're part of the in- that being the industrialist programs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we, we move all sorts of things, mm. you know. You're so just moving. As long, moving. As, moving. as long as it's moving. As long as it's moving, one nothing stationary. <laughs> no, definitely. And Pot, do you want to say hi to our listeners, guys, who you are that you do? Yeah, um, hi to the listeners, hi to everyone else. Okay, um, wait, let's try that again. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can hear yes. myself. Yeah, um, hi to everyone else, um, to the listeners. And, uh, now I've got no royalty, so uh, there's no royalty. Hey, it'll rubble. <laughs> it'll rubble. In, any bit that I can get here, please send it my way. Me, me and you are on the same page, ne? we don't have royalty. Yeah, no, no, for, yeah, no definitely. So, Chuku, uh, Chuku, um, tours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell us quickly about that. Um, yeah, basically we a tour operator. Um, so we, we package. Um, for people and clients and corporate mm-hmm. that want to go, whether if it's corporate and they want to do team building, if it's um, uh, individuals wanting to go to mm-hmm. Durban, to Cape Town, we package all of that. We okay. based 
in Joburg. Um, so we're a registered trade tour operator. So you need to be able to be accredited. You need to be, this morning I was actually at the transport department, mm-hmm. um, for the logistics, basically for, for, cause your, your vehicles need to be licensed and they need to be accredited and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, insurances in place. So everything it's very, in case something does happen. Mm. And, um, you need to claim through your insurance because uh, you're dealing with local and international visitors. So, um, yeah, we mm. basically we run if someone wants to go on holiday, someone wants to go, whether it's the Cape Town, mm. um, you know, for a jazz festival or you're going to Durban with your family. So mm. we, we package all of that, but mm. we're primarily based in the cradle of humankind, which, um, it's just about 30 minutes from 30 to 40 minutes from Joburg. Okay. Um, and it's a gem basically out there. It's, it's, you don't need to go to the Drakensberg basically. Mm. Um, but then you don't want to go to the cradle of humankind. I don't want to go. <clears throat> I've never been actually. And I think that one of the things that I've taken upon myself is, you know, to travel my own country. Mm. And I've always made the excuse to then say, as an entrepreneur, you know, you're always going to wherever the opportunities are. You get the money, go back to the office, open up your laptop. And well, personally for me, because I'm not in the traveling space, mm. I hardly you go. Just open this laptop as well <laughs> i hardly i hardly move around so i think such opportunities are opportunities that need to be seized yeah and i think as well you know get getting in touch or rather knowing i'm proudly black uh tour companies that are doing this makes it even better than the money also then stay gets mm. to circulate yeah amongst us yeah you know? but but you know and <coughs> i mean as speaking about uh tour operators uh Bulelani, I remember the talk um, I was saying the other day. Uh, I was doing the other day, and I was talking about um, being a traveler. Ne? And I was saying, being a traveler, you know, you'd you you travel. Uh, my travel agent would put would book in, um, you know, my tourism and whatever. And comes um, after that, um, they will speak as if they know um, where JF Kennedy Airport is at. Mm. You know, they'd speak as if they know where whatever airport is at or Lance Airport or everything else. The next thing, when you're now starting to get into specifics, you realize they don't know that and they've never been there. <laughs> and I've always said uh, the, the, the tour operators, on the other hand, you know, they're the people on the ground that know the whereabouts, that mm. know where this and mm. that. So you must decide whether you want to be um, a travel agent or a tour operator. Um, in, t- in regards to, to the industry that, that you're getting into. But anyway, um, now let me come back to you. Um, what is your opinion on the current state of transport system in South Africa? Then? Well, okay. Well, um, the state of our transport system really could be better. Um, I think communication between operators and, um, the stakeholders, mm-hmm. um, Still needs to be, still needs to be matched quite permanently. Um, you know, when you look at our trains that get burnt down, commuters always being stuck getting to work, to and fro from work. Mm-hmm. Um, our borders, trucks waiting for days, you know, um, like now with the, with the weather in KZN, the ports have been shut down. Um, you know, such operational issues mm-hmm. still need to be fixed. But um, overall, I think South Africa and Durban still operates as one of the, our biggest ports. Yeah. Um, and our road networks have been have been looked into. I mean, our minister as well, um, just this week has um, been fixed. He's, he's fixing up the road. Yeah, Yampumalang. Yeah. You know, um, that the the trade network as well just runs smoothly. Mm-hmm. You know, so people that own trucks as well are able to. Um, run smoothly without, you know, damaging their tracks, you know, potholes and, and, and so on. So, um, the relationship, uh, should not, should not be, should really be, be bridged a lot better. And I suppose that communication, um, is, there's different agencies and there's, there's a lot of pie, hands in the pie, um, between, between operators and, and the stakeholders. And it's about communication and, and, and really that's what I do. I spend a lot of time doing, um, in terms of giving information, compliance issues, mm-hmm. um, new, new, new insight in terms of how to, to operate efficiently, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in terms of route planning, you know, and I mean, logistics in itself, it's, it's changing. There's e-commerce, um, Amazons are bringing in drones, you know, yes. you know, so like, um, do, do we need trucks, you know? <laughs> Uh, the movement from road to rail, you know, you know, so there's a whole lot of, 
different things that are happening within the industry that are that is changing. So um, it really depends on what the client needs and and how quickly you want your things to be delivered on the emergency. On the urgency, really. I mean, speaking about how quickly do you want your things to be delivered, how important is it to have a proper transportation infrastructure there to ensure business runs effectively? Well, that that is a no-brainer. Um, that needs to be solid. I mean, in terms of your planning, mm-hmm. um, it would cut down your costs, It would, which ultimately infiltrates onto your end user. So um, if the infrastructure is good, uh, it will run smoothly. I mean, if a truck is sitting between... Um, between South Africa and Mozambique uh, mm-hmm. for three days. I mean, obviously, your goods are going to be sitting in, in the queue at the border for for a while, you know. But, I mean, if there's smooth transition, if there's pre-clearance way before then, uh, if there's smooth running agents and there's communication, again, between the two countries, between the different provinces, um, and the infrastructure is, is, is proper, then goods will be delivered timelessly. I mean, um, um, training, um, now is speaking about being stuck on the borders. So, and right now I know the minute we start speaking borders and uh, on the ground, you play there as well. Um, yeah. in that space as far as tourism is concerned. Uh, what is your opinion on the current state of South African transport system, especially in regulation to the tourism sector? Um, look, yeah, speaking of borders, you do get, um, so you're traveling out of the country. Mm-hmm. Some borders are quicker than others. Mm-hmm. Um, um, others you will stay, you, you know, you stand there. And whether you, I mean, the, you know, to get in out of our country and into another country can become a bit cumbersome. And, mm. you know, you are with tourists and you just need to make everyone aware that, look, um, the certain regulations that must be dealt with, mm-hmm. um, and be as patient as possible. But yeah, I've had where we stood for about two hours. Is it? And that, and for me, I, c- I can imagine, um, you know, Pella, will they 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 date your snobs? You see, so <laughs> <laughs> so I can imagine. So have how have you dealt with with, with a difficult line? Oh my god, I can't believe I've been staying here for two hours or whatever. <laughs> no, you do. You do. <laughs> and how do you how do you respond to that? I think I think with any. Any business, um, I mean, you could, we're speaking of, 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 um, you know, the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the business roads that we use, uh, cause we also run shuttles and transfers. Okay. It would be maybe Pretoria to Oartambo. Mm-hmm. And that's the R21. And it's got five lanes, but at times you, you, you know, it, there's an accident or something. And so you always need to be thinking out of the box. Mm. And, but the most important one is to, Always communicate with the client. Okay. Ahead of time. So yeah. even if you have to say to them, look, can I, can we fetch you a bit earlier? Because we don't want you to miss your flight. Mm. And if there is a problem along the road, um, communicating with other peers of in the same industry to say, guys, avoid this kind of setup, avoid this road or, or whatever. Um, mm. use an alternative road. So it's always that, but the communication one is always key. I've learned that even the, the minute you communicate, Early in ad, in advance and continuously give feedback on what is happening. Mm. That line will never they, they can't they can't complain. I mean, speaking speak about that though, we've, we've we've been having big issues of tourists being um, you know affected by crime yeah. um, from 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 the airport yeah. to be precise. Yeah. Um, last time it was a bus yeah. of about the something um, you know tourists. Yeah. Um, last time it was a family. You know, it has always yeah. been happening. Yeah. Um, I mean, how is that affecting you guys as the industry? It is. Um, it's affecting quite, um, hectically, mm-hmm. um, because now it's people, um, pretending to be police. So it becomes a bit difficult. I mean, we've lost a car because it was hijacked, um, where we were, our driver was stopped as if it was the police. Mm-hmm. And after that, you, you know, you, you think also how, um, cause our, you know, your clients are your first priority. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there are flights landing at two in the morning. Um, so you, you then, you know, even with through our, our association, um, you know, there, there has been in terms of communication of when traveling from the airport, yeah. what do you do? So for instance, with our clients, especially internationals, we, mm. we tell them, please do not exchange money at the, in advance. We, we, we let them know that we will take you to where you can exchange your foreign currency. But let's not change it at the airport because that's where the spotting and everything happens and you can get followed. So 
Um, and I think if you do get stopped, the, 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 the safest one is either go to your nearest police station with, mm. that's what we inform all our, our drivers and every, everyone, or, um, where it's a public place. Mm. Um, because now, a blue light is flashing you down. Your first instinct is let me stop. Maybe yeah. I did something. But now it's no longer as safe as it used to be. Mm. And then it's crazy, man, because I mean, according to you and your feel around the tourists that have come into the country, I mean, as they exit, I mean, w- what are some of the things that they share? Will they come back again? Yeah, with most tourists, it's South Africa is an amazing place. Um, it's very, very amazing because you've got I mean, in, within the provinces, you, you get to experience so many different level of, whether it's culture, whether it's tradition, whether it's food. So everyone always says your hospitality as South Africans is the one that, you know, it always stands out and we will always come back. So most of, I mean, our business to get where it is, it was purely by word of mouth. Um, <laughs> at the, yeah, the campaigns and the marketing, it's all good, but, we got to where we are because of the word of mouth. Um, because I can give you a quick an example. Uh, our first tour, um, one of our first tours, we took guys to, out to the rugby. In, it was happening at FNB. Mm-hmm. It was a group of friends um, from Santin. So they were dressed and they were, in, you know, they were like, no, we don't want to go to Vilakas. We want to go to where, you know, local st- um, South Africans go and whatnot. And we end up going to a Chisanyama called Panyaza. Hmm. And they had fun. You know, at some point, they didn't want to go to the game. We said, guys, but we are here for the game. We're not here for the... She's nice, but really, we need to go. Um, And yeah, so ever since then, we still have those clients as our clients, even now. And I'm talking a good six, seven years. And it's it's, they become now family. So, um, you know, they recommended us to some of their friends. At some point, going to a U2 concert... We had about 25 buses where we took parents. So it, I'm the child. Me and my friends, we go in one bus. Our parents go in another bus. Our siblings go in another bus. So we, we ended up taking about 30, you know, um, buses that were running to the, to the different concerts. And through that word of mouth, that's how it's always gotten about. And from there, you find someone says, so would you be able to do something for maybe our company? Because we we be traveling, and now you've got a, a you know a foot in the door. Instead of you just coming and say, "This is what we, this is Tuku, this is what we can do," but someone is speaking on your behalf, so they're your ambassador. And yeah. others, when people are coming over from overseas and whatnot, that's how they recommend you. So even when, like your question, when people leave the country, most most definitely they do come back, and they recommend you know the country to others that haven't been here. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, no, what, what, what Impo is saying is now speaking to marketing. Mm. And, and that's your space. I mean, um, what, how do you help businesses? So basically our process is really just to revisit their, their, their core vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd like to, we mostly like to deal with companies and logistics participants that have at least been running for longer than a year. You know, um, logistics participant. Yeah, participants and and um, transport companies. Oh, you okay. Know, yeah. um, freight as well, um, and they should be at least be running for a year, and mm-hmm. in that way, you they have an understanding from their vision um, how to actually operate. Um, you know, so and then we walk them through the process mapping on how they would like to change um, their structure. Um, how can, how could they effectively market themselves, um, and what they and how to take them to the next level of their business? You know, um, like before our conversation here, we we spoke briefly about um, you know how how do you reach individuals and you know and how do you market yourself for a focused audience? You know, um, so so we give more consultative. Um, uh, focus on, on, on our approach. And then, I mean, what, what is, what has been the, uh, the response rather from the entrepreneurs? Because I think one of the things that I picked up from the gentleman was that I think whatever, whatever, whatever mishaps that would have happened maybe to a tourist in the country is actually salvaged by the experience mm. that is given not necessarily by the country, but the actual operator. Because I think at that point, it's totally up to the operator or whoever's moving them around to then say, no, actually, there is a much better to it, you know. Sure. Um, well, from from our side, from our side, really, 
the people that need our service know that they're coming to um, a team of of one expertise, um, you know, in in what we do, um, and and we really dive into understanding your business thoroughly um, before we we give any recommendations. You know, we we're not quick to be like, oh, let's plug you into some social network and color your business into whatever, you know, and put you onto. Um, any billboard, you know, we really focus and, and try and get you and, and we want quantitative results, mm, you know, mm. that's what makes us happy. Um, it's not about just splashing your name and, and putting you in a box and shelving you at the end of the day, you know. Yes. So in that regard, we get good responses. Um, and again, with the word of mouth from that they got their good response again. That also that also uh, filters through to getting new clients. Yeah, I mean, now part of the show it's to educate. So sure. somebody might be hearing you saying you saying you saying quantitative respond, mm. um, and they might be lost in that. What is quantitative respond, and how do you measure <laughs> it? Nice. Is it a big word? Okay. <laughs> 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 well, uh, well, to quantum you need to. It's English. To, it's English, and it never loved us, huh? Um, well, from, from our, from, from our perspective, anything that you can quantify would be something that you can measure. Um, where we both agree from a client's perspective, um, to what our abilities are and our capabilities, um, and that we're able to give measurable results. You know, that is something that you can quantify. So, yeah. I think, you know, I mean, obviously, like Debucho mentioned a bit earlier on, it is an entrepreneurial show. So I think I'd like to ask this question. Um, to, to the entrepreneurs that are listening to, um, to, to the show right now, I think one of the things that you mentioned a bit earlier on, I'm still stuck on that because it speaks to retain, retention and which is what we struggle with a lot of our small businesses, you know? And what would you then say is fundamental in terms of retaining clients? Um, I think the most, the most important one is be honest with the client. Um, I think a lot of us want, you know, we, we have that, um, open blanket thing where we say we, we can provide everything, whatever you need. Yeah. Don't mm. worry. We'll sort yes. it out. Don't worry. Don't worry. Mm. Whatever you want, you understand. And even your, your shortcomings or where you are not very strong, you are not able to say, you know what? Um, let me move you to someone else. Mm. So let me give an example. Um, we don't like to share generally. I'm not sure why, hmm. but people don't like to share. But if, let's say, for instance, I've got my seating capacity on a vehicle is, let's say, 30, and I've got 40 clients, and I don't want to go and speak to another person who has similar business, who has, you know, because we do, like, for instance, we operate nationwide. Um, our footprint is nationwide, but everyone that we work with, we vetted them and we, you know, we, we, we've got service level agreements with them. So the service is power. Whether the service is done by me mm, mm. or by someone else, it's exactly the same. Mm. But with being able to share, then it gives you that bigger mindset because you, you actually now don't think, you know, in terms of where your geographical space is, but you are mm. able to think across the board to say, I am able to operate anywhere. In the world, basically, mm. because my footprint is there, and I've done the research, I've done everything. Everything of mine is on par. If you've got a company, I'm saying, let me see your insurances. Which vehicles are you using? Are they serviced? And all of that, that all, 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 all of those things. So, basically, it's it's that being able to 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 share, and also not wanting to be everything to everyone. Mm. Mm. That that becomes quite important in terms of the space that, and I mean the tourism space. It, you know, you might be driving down um, the highway and you're seeing all these different cars and safaris and whatnot. It's very small. So everyone knows everyone. If I go and I have a bad experience with, you know, another service provider and I'm saying to, I'm speaking to, to maybe someone in the association, hey and I had a bad experience with this person and whatnot. If they've also done something bad to someone else, it'll quickly get out and your business will never grow. Mm. So you mm. have to... Be bigger than that, you know. Sometimes there are work where you literally don't make any money, but it's okay because depending what, what are you doing? Are you building a brand, or are you, you know, it it can't be a twelve month thing, whereby you're saying in twelve months I'll have so much. Mm. 
mm. and I would have made it. That's not how the business works. It doesn't matter whether it's a small business or it's a big business. The, 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 the fundamental principles are the same. And I mean, do you experience that a lot of the entrepreneurs that you work with have this perception when they come to you, small business, thinking big business, and I mean, thinking long term in terms of building a brand? Absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> they vary. I mean, there's, there's again, we def- will, de- by definition, would like to deal with people that are not necessarily at the visionary point of their business. Um, because uh, we would like to operate with people that have already, that understand already and put their own money for one. And when you put your own money into something, you are going to pay attention. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, so in, in that regard, you know, people that, that have at least put in, uh, that have, they have different, they have different segments and, and visions of, and scales of their businesses. So, um, we work with, with a whole range of clients, but I like what, what, what I would just said now in regards to, to creating a, a, a solid supply chain hmm. and, um, not, not, not making yourself an all saver. You know, and wanting to do everything and hug the whole pie because you are going to drop the ball at some point, you know, rather create a good, um, supply chain that you're able to globalize because that's the big word that we all trying to, you know, the space that we're all trying to play in, you know. So, um, I mean, as, for ourselves as well, we, we, we don't do everything, you know, so we would outsource other service providers that, would would cater for our clients' needs, you know. But we would ensure that we are frontline, making sure that we are taking care of our clients' interests, you know, to make sure that the standard and the level of service is still the same. And I think a question I'd like to throw out there, you know, from 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 a background perspective, of all the things, and I'd like to throw this to both 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 both, both our interviewees, for all the things you could have done, why entrepreneurship? Hush, when you don't sleep at night, eh? It doesn't stop. <laughs> no eh? weekends, no holidays. No, boy, nah, it doesn't stop. Twenty-four stop. hours. <laughs> Literally, sure. my phone does not switch off. <laughs> um, at any hour, I can get someone. I think it was the day we were voting last year or something, and we had a bribe with some friends around nine, almost ten, at line phones. Bo, hey, the airport is closed. We can't get a. Um, we were supposed to hire. A car, but we, we we can't get. Technically, I don't have to do anything because they were at the time they were not using our services. But it's ten, and they don't know how to move around East London. What do you do? You know. But within five minutes, we had a car there to pick them up. Um, and I'll give you an example. Not even an example. I used to be an auditor in my previous life. Um, and. Yeah, man, auditing was nice. Um, used to audit a bit of government as well, a lot of government actually. So it was, it was really nice. Mm, um, I mean, I started, mm. I studied to be a chartered accountant and it didn't really, uh, I didn't get all the way. Um, and along the way, I remember a friend of mine, um, once said, but why are you studying this? And I said, no, man, I, I want to study. I want to be a chartered accountant so I can go to the bank and I can be credible and they can give me a loan to start a business. Mm. And he said, but you're wasting time, man. You shouldn't be staying here and, and looking at all of these things that you, that you are saying. You're actually wasting your time. And then I just decided, you know what? Um, let me get a combi and let the business start. So that's how, for me, that's how. But I, it's always been there, that entrepreneurial bug. Well, on my side, it's really... Um for one, my I I don't even need coffee to buzz. I'm just like on a natural high. So um, I'm excited by different projects and and different um, challenges. You know, so um, sitting in 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 an office space and kind of waiting for uh, <laughs> boss man or best boss lady to yeah. give me uh, a project to do. Uh, I'll, I'll get so bored, you know, so, so, and I want to meet people and I, and I want to expand my mind. And I mean, gone are the days as well that we, that we work full time, uh, and wait for our pension and provident funds to extend our walls. You know what I mean? So, um, so that's why I've gone into entrepreneurial, uh, into, into that space, uh, to challenge myself. And every day is a challenge and I learn something new every day. You know, literally. Is the, is the, is the transportation space open for business? Yeah, definitely. Um, mm. 
the pie is big enough. And what are some of the barriers to entry? I think, as you yo. mentioned, the p- <laughs> so so that yo. yeah. So so it's it's like I'm saying, the pie is big enough for everyone. Um, you know, um, there's always a demand for transport, whether it's people, whether it's rail, whether it's trucks. There's always a demand. And my 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 um barrier to entry was I remember the first because you need to have permits to operate. The first permit we had. It took me nine months to get, and the vehicle was just standing there, um, because people were not um, sharing basically the information. Even when you went to the transport department back then, you would go there and they would tell you this. When you come back, you no, know, you missed this. You were supposed to have uh, three letters. You only have one of someone saying yes, they will support you. And look, now it's different. Um, like I said, I was from there this morning. Um, it has it's it's it's. You know, the process is less cringing and you, you know, cause you always knew when you were going and getting, you know, cause you can't operate without being properly accredited and, and, and permitted. And, um, now it's better. Um, you know, and also, and I'll go back to it, the sharing. Half of the people, we always somehow seem to be in competition. There's no way that I can be, you can come and open the same business in the same street. And you'll get something, yeah? But we can't be the same. We are not the same. You understand? Our, our base of clients where we are, where we are going to operating is totally different. So there's no way that you can come and say, no, but you're going to take my clients. How? When you've got your own network, I've got my own network. Mm. You understand? Mm. So that, 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 those are, those are the things of barrier to entry of, you need to think bigger. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, obviously, I mean, with, with, uh, with, with this industry being as big as it is, you've had, um, guys who have been in the industry for years and years who've been milking industries yeah. with this particular industry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. And do you feel like they are open to new entrants? And I mean, obviously at the moment, in terms of the entrepreneurial landscape with regards to government policies, you've got things like your enterprise development and your supply development. Do, do you see them playing a role, a key role in terms of uplifting upcoming, um, Black uh, uh, industries, or rather, black entrepreneurs who are in the same space. Yeah. Um. Look, there, there is, there is. Um. You know, the agencies are there, but also, and with tourism, is a different animal altogether, because it's it's actually about you have to pay your dues. So we have trade shows where we go and exhibit. I mean, you can exhibit at a trade show for five years. Giving out a business card to the same person saying, Hey man, let's do business. You know, this is what I do. And I know you are in that space and whatnot. And only after five years, the person comes to you and says, by the way, what do you do? Hmm. And you, some take it personal and whatnot. But I remember speaking to a gentleman in, in, in the cradle and they were saying, and I said, but how, how is it, man? Like, you know, um, it's a very small sector where everyone sort of knows everyone, but some, you know, the next person wants to know, will you be there next year? Are you a fly by night or mm, what? Mm. So mm. even the agencies that are there, they are there to help us out. You know, our business is based in Beckersdal. Be- I'm from Beckersdal. Hmm. Beckersdal is 45 minutes from, from Joburg. Okay. On the West Rand, far yes, west. Yes. My office is there. Our operations are in Pretoria. So, hmm. um, for me, everyone says, but, why do you have offices in Beckerzal? It should be like in Joburg, Santi and something. And I said, no, my business doesn't, it allows me to op- operate from anywhere mm. because we have, you know, wheels based and, 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 you know, people based. Hardly anyone comes to our office to say, Hey, I'm here for a meeting. And what you understand, you come to them and a lot of people will say, when I come to your office, I said, yeah, no, come through. Have you seen, plus you get to see the countryside when you come into us. You know, so yeah, so it, 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 it is that. And for us, it's, you know, you, you have to play in the space, make mm. sure that mm. you are there. You are, you, you are also honest. Mm. Um, you are not a fly by night. Avoid all of those, all, all of those things. Um, you know, cause that's what kills you. Mm. So as, as much as, there is agencies that can support you in terms of marketing collateral and, and all of that. Ultimately, you need to prove yourself that you can do the work because your word, you know, the work that you do, it tells you. I take people out on a tour of the cradle and they don't come back satisfied. Yes, I might have robbed the one and they can come back, uh, you know, dissatisfied, but the more it happens, 
the more the word gets out. That's see? true. Yeah. That's true. And I mean, you know, there's something you touched on actually that rang a huge indicator in me a little bit earlier on. I mean, the advancement in terms of the logistics and the transportation space. I mean, when you look at your, um, I think you touched on drone technology, you know, and you've touched on, and, and I think, you know, just when you mentioned that, I started to think about, I mean, things like what Alibaba is doing now, mm. things like, uh, you know, moving parcels from one place to another, utilizing drones. I mean, wh- what is your feel in terms of um, entrepreneurs in the industry with regards to the evolution of technology? Well, to be honest, uh, the key players are still IR Afrikaners. Mm, you know, mm. and um, in going back to again the the conversation of entry barriers. Yes, entry, actually, yeah, actually, yes. I want to answer that because that is a challenge of a lot of our um, our clients. I mean, um, especially if they are black operators that are wanting to get into the industry, or even young um, uh, participants. You know, um, the the industry in itself has it is means capital intensive. I mean, just to buy a truck and its horse and its trailers and its wheels and its tires and its labor, it's, it's a lot of money. Um, as a 22 year old, you have to have a really good inheritance or have diamantes like mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, to have the money. But I mean, generally, you know, and even for the bank to even give you money to even get into that sector is, is really hard. So, um, there's, there's a whole lot from your finance to your capital, um, operational issues, you know. Um, but again, you know, the government is actually doing some, some effort. And there's agencies again uh, that are that are doing some effort to to assist players new entrants into the market because I mean again the people with the with the knowledge and the know how are um, still white and they again retiring or passing it on to um, you know Titlak Junior to handle the business and it's mm. still kind of hangs within, you know, their inheritance. And then, you know, you know, um, but we can only, only subcontract. And we, again, even getting those deals to even service, um, such clients and the experience is also a challenge, you know. So, um, the conversation of that government and these agencies are having and the, how we assist our clients to get in is having the conversation of, uh, being a preferred supplier, you know, um, I mean, go, looking into the agriculture sector as well. Um, the government will, is also starting to get a little tighter and tighter in terms of um, exporting and importing um, that, you know, they will not issue people permits if their supplier development is not transformed. You know what I mean? So it has to be women uh, owned companies or young entrepreneurs, you know, so at least that kind of assists, you know, new entrants. But um, in terms of experience, they're still wet behind their ears. Um, so for them to capture new clients is a bit um, wobbly. Mm. Um, so it needs to be st- quite strategic. And, and that's where we come into play in terms of how we dance together uh, into, into getting them to play within that industry. And I mean, you know, I think just, 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 just hang, I think just floating around the barriers to entry question. I mean, what do you think, um, the corporates themselves and government could be doing better to allow, to, to allow easy entry? I don't know, easy entry or ease of access? Well, we want their money. <laughs> but I mean, uh, geez, there's, I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole lot to look into. Um, Again, at the end of the day, we businesses are in business to make money. Uh, people that give money are in to make more money. Um, so, in re- you need to be quite smart. You need to be able to 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 trade and barter and um, and sing a tune to to the person that you you're gonna lay in bed with that you actually um, are gonna add value. You know, I see your eyes rolling there. I'm sorry. I, I, another bed. It's another big word. Flat bed. Flat bed. These are chunks. Flat bed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the, the important one is also make sure that your product, the product that it's you solid. have is good. Yeah. You understand? Nice. Um, cause it speaks for you. Mm. Even when, when, when you're not there or, or, you know, 
I'll give you an example. There's a, um, we, because we're trying to get as many people to, to travel the country, especially the locals. Mm. Um, so in the cradle of humankind, one of the biggest, um, attractions is the Stelkfontein caves and the Maroping visitor center. Basically, mm. those are the, you know, the, that's what makes the cradle of humankind because that's where basically we are saying come home and see where humanity actually in terms of the evolving. You know, the evolution of humanity, actually, basically. So what we've then said, and we spoke to a few partners around the area, and we said, but we want to showcase this amazing area because mm-hmm. you can bungee jump, you can, um, you know, you can go into the caves and learn a bit about that. There's a lot of food. There's a lot of establishments from three star to five stars and all of these things, all in the area of the cradle of humankind, which we feel people don't know about. So if, then we went and we took a few of the um, items on, and, and experiences that one can have and we've packaged it into a, a, a tour where we said, because we want locals to travel more, there'll be a local price and there'll be a price for internationals. Oh, wow. A okay. different one. Because internationals, they can afford. Mm. Mm. So, our, uh, you know, locals don't really have that buying power. But we're saying, come out into the cradle, for instance, and for, we'll keep you busy for eight hours. If you want to sleep over, there's more than enough places to sleep over. But we'll keep you busy for about eight hours and we'll include lunch. And we said to, we said, you know what? For all of that will run for 600 rand. What? Pe- people are saying. There's no way. Yes. Are you serious? Exactly. Yes. And wow. that's, and, and that's what we, that's what we said. We said, because the, the, the caves are there. They're not going anywhere. Mm. You understand? The caves are there. We, we take people out to, um, uh, Manseville. It's a, it's a township on the, on the far west. Mm. Basically, when people are going into exile, there would, there's a house there that used to, it's called an exit house where people would go and hide and, mm. you know, at mm. the dead of the night, they'd be taken out to Botswana. And the people that just, t- that used to take the people out, they're still there. So they share their stories. In the same township, there's a white informal settlement where blacks and whites live. So, when people go on this tour, they're like, but you can't charge this little. And we say, then it means we've got it right. Because now we can get as many people as possible to come out. I'm going on this tour, actually. Come Sign me up. No, no, yeah. count me, me in. Now I'm 100% in. Please I think, um, Teho, what you got going on this weekend? <laughs> we have to. Like, it's amazing. Yes. Sure. Nah, I think you're uh, under pressing, man. That's and the point. <laughs> That's what we want. Sure. Yeah. I have the lioness coming up this weekend. What's the lioness? It's a woman empowerment event. Hmm. Uh, Miss Nell. Yes. If you can join us. I would love to. Yeah. I'm actually forcing you to come. <laughs> <laughs> ish, we are out. Ish. You are not a lioness. You are not. <laughs> There's no lioness. Ish. Girlfriends to come through. It's a woman empowerment event. Um, that. Oh, they don't hear me. Oh, yes. It's a woman empowerment event. Can you yes. hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the Lioness coming up this weekend. It's a woman empowerment event. Um, basically, it's not the type of event where you sit and listen and you go home. No, it's the type of event where women are coming to come and learn how to unleash the strength that lies within you in order to break barriers, in order to you know, achieve what you need to achieve in your life. So it's happening this Saturday in Pretoria. So for those that are based in Pretoria or those that don't mind driving to Pretoria, um, it's in Pretoria East on the 14th of October. It starts from 10 to 1 o'clock. Um, we have our speakers, Kathy uh, Mutlatlana from ENCA, Innocent Sadiqi from Skin Sam and One Gospel, Lesoho Matala, who's a businesswoman, and Musima Tabmani, who's a, a legal analyst. So it's going to be a powerful event. Tickets are 200 rands per person. They can pay on the day as well. And it's on the 14th of October. Amazing, amazing. And then, I mean, how do people get in touch? So people can contact me on 071-492-3119. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. It's called Alpha Destiny Communications. Alpha, the Afrikaans version. A-L-F-A, Destiny Communications. 
Why are you laughing? You have been captured. And um, we have an Instagram page as well, Alpha Destiny Communications, as one word. And people can just follow me. At? I'm Googleable. <laughs> Google. <laughs> we normally close the show in style, so 30 seconds of inspiration. Wow. Um, well, Right Brain Factory is open for business, and uh, we're looking for all kinds of projects, um, industrialists, transporters. Um, we want to change Africa. I mean, it's our home. Uh, we want to make it competitive. We want to um, grow business, and we are good to go, and we've got great experts within the field um, of, of logistics and a whole bouquet of services that we can assist you with and that whole network to make us competitive within the globe. How do we get in touch? Well, you can contact me on neo.maope01 at gmail.com or our website's actually up um, in under construction. It's on w- well, it's going to be www.rightbrainfactory.com in terms of the ne- the whole wild web nice. um, um, And yeah And you can catch me there And obviously the social media And um, we are available and we're good for business Thank you, sir um, With us Basically South Africans should travel That's our, that's our, that's our, our, our <laughs> Basically what we're saying You know, um, doesn't have to be with us But please do get out there And see how amazing This land is um, Tsuku, um, we mostly in the cradle of humankind. So come out for breakfast or lunch with three star restaurants, the carnival where you eat as much meat as you can. And then you, when you surrender, you put up your white flag. It's all in the cradle. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot to do. So on your weekend, um, you know, come out. Um, we've got our Facebook page, which is Tsuku Transport and Tours. Um, Mine, mine on Facebook, it's Mpo Mache, and Instagram, it's Mposa8. Um, yeah, at Mposa8. But yeah, and, and our, our email is info at tsuku.co.za, our website, um, www.tsuku.co.za. But yeah, come out, come on to our website, go onto our page, see what we've got in terms of specials and what we're running, but we always make sure. But we give you the best of what you can. And yeah, Tiku will take you there. Amazing. So we're going on this tour, right? Definitely. Thank you. Your words, two seconds. Get things done. <laughs> Join us again next week, Wednesday, 1 o'clock to 2 p.m., 360biz.com. 360biz on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.